Hey guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, enthusiasts. Not good night unless you're listening to this as you go to sleep. I just to say, I thought you were going to do a, what was that the Truman <laughs> Show? No, it was uh, uh, the Truman Show. Good afternoon, and good case, morning. I don't see you later. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And that's how he ends the Truman Show out at the end of the movie. Oh, God, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Thing? Oh, spoiler alert. That's how he ends the movie. I don't, you know, okay. That brings yeah. up a good question. I got a question for you. <laughs> what? What Already? is the grace period in general for spoilers? Because I mean, you can't, you can't like Ooh, that's a good do question. spoiler alert for decades. Two things. Depends on how popular it is. Okay. For example, you can almost guarantee that everyone on Earth has seen Titanic. Mm-hmm. It's not a spoiler. I don't have to say spoiler alert to say Jack dies at the end. Plus, it's well, yeah, I guess in that case, I was gonna say plus it's historical. The Titanic sinks. Yeah, Jack is not. What? Jack and Rose are not historical beings. Right. No. But the boat sinking is. I bet there was a Jack and a Rose on the boat. So it depends on it depends on what you're talking about. Number two, I would say if it's something super popular. If you haven't seen it in the first like eight months, I mean, then you've got then you've got DVD. You know what I mean? Like you've got you've got options since then. It's been on Netflix and off Netflix twice after eight months. I guess my general rule would be for movies after it's come to home video, you got two months. Two months from home video. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. I mean, I'll still if it's something like at the end of the movie, I'll say spoiler alert. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Speaking of spoilers, are you spoiling something right now? My first car had a spoiler. That's really- <laughs> You're so dumb. Spoiler you know, alert. Uh, so we're going to talk about cars today, specifically the cars that we have owned. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go ahead and just preface this whole thing. I am not it? a car person. And by that, either. I mean, I don't get into the, oh, yeah, it's got 600 horsepower. I can get from zero to 60 in negative yeah. one seconds, as in it time travels. Negative one seconds? <laughs> you have a DeLorean? I have a DeLorean. Wow. Um. I do know someone with a DeLorean, though. Yes, we do. Um, uh, I know that person, too. Pastor Chris, we love you. Yep. Probably not listen to this, but you're we'll giant, tag you. We'll see if you listen. You're a giant nerd, and we love you. It's great that you have that DeLorean. Yeah, I want to see it. So, yeah, we were going to talk about some of the cars we've owned and uh, maybe throw some stories out there about them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll go ahead and get started because I brought the spoiler thing up. Because it is true. My first car did have a spoiler. Uh, my very first car was an 88 Ford Escort GT. I always make sure to say that GT part. I know. That that gives you a little street cred. Gives a little bit of street cred in there. It's a, I used to always think it was a Gran Turismo version because of the game Gran Turismo. <laughs> Someone said GT. I'm like, oh, man, that thing's got to be real fast. I can play it in the video I game. Play the video game. <laughs> Gran Turismo. So it, it was, honestly, it was a good car. It was a manual transmission. So that's kind of cool. My first I've car was a stick. I manual transmission. I can't even remember the last time I drove a stick, though. So I was going to ask, do you still remember how to drive stick? I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to jump in one and try it out. Yeah, it's a good skill to have. Eric's but... car is manual, isn't it? What is it? Eric's car manual? Is it? I know Andrew's is. I don't know if Eric's is. We should, Eric's might be. We should have you drive their car sometime. Yeah, I'll have to steal a car. I mean, borrow <laughs> borrow a car. That's not. That's that that's is not grand, evidence. That's grand theft. Oh, no. <laughs> GT, different type of GT. Different type of GT. So I really like that car, actually. It was it was pretty zippy for what it was. Sadly, it ended uh, it ended very shortly after I owned it because a guy in a Grand Prix yeah slammed into the side of me and totaled my car because he mm. hit the axle like the wheel and bent my axle square. He just bam like square like ninety degrees. Well, no, it didn't bend wow. ninety degrees, but he was perpendicular to my car. So 
Yeah, he uh, he pretty much hauled out of the Little Caesars parking lot as I came out of West. Listen, Galloway. they don't call them hot and ready for nothing. <laughs> no, it was hot and ready, and it tore me up. <laughs> we spun not all the way around, but we spun you know probably a good ninety to one hundred eighty degrees. Mm. Um, because he hit the wheel, like it wouldn't turn all that well. So luckily, some people stopped and helped me push the car out of the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that totaled it, and it sucked because it was it was a nice little car. Got. It got amazing gas mileage, and yep, some jerk just slammed into me, totaled it. The part that really sucked is he was from out of town. He was borrowing his car from like his daughter or something, and there yeah. was minimal damage. So he pretty but much to his just, car, yeah, because he because he hit me straight on. So he pretty much just had like bumper damage for the most part. That's terrible. Yep. And then uh, I was out of a car, and you know I was like, uh, this is like seventeen at the time. In his defense, you were out a junky car, but when you're seventeen, that's a gold mine. It, you know, it was in good condition, though. I mean, it wasn't the best car, yeah. but it was in good condition. So what was your first car? My first car was in 1988. <gasps> oh, look at we're that. Year brothers. We were year brothers. Uh, 1988 uh, Plymouth Horizon. Mm. And I don't know if you guys have seen like a Volkswagen Golf or anything like that, where it's very short, not very tall either. And it's got a hatchback, like those 80s style hatchback. I loved my car. <laughs> It was super beat up. It used to be my dad's. And I remember one time my dad like had a really nice car and then somebody hit him and he had to get another one. And so they got a temporary one, but the temporary car was the Plymouth Horizon and ended up working for a couple of years. And my dad just kept using it because it was working. And uh, so I bought it from him. Then he finally got a nice, he has a Malibu now. Yeah. So I love that car. It had two nicknames. Oh, actually before that, I remember before I had it, one of the reasons why I liked it is it was incredibly small. And that was funny to me. Like I remember one time I sat in the back seat where my dad had it and uh, he and a friend of his, who's a, a fairly large guy, all three of us got in the car. And I wasn't very large as a teenager, but my dad and his friend were. And just seeing these two big guys crammed in the front seat of this tiny car from the position of the back seat, it yeah. just looked really funny. I don't know why. I specifically remember the car like dropping like three inches. You can actually hear it creak as they get in. It was funny. We've definitely had worse cars in our family than that. The first one that I gave it, the first, uh, whatever it's called, nickname, was the Death Star. It's because I thought, I mean, I always still think Star Wars is cool, but I named my laptop the uh, Star Destroyer. I named my um, iPod Touch the TIE Fighter, and then the I named my uh, my car the Death Star. So that because I brought my laptop and my iPod with me everywhere, I would have my iPod docked to my computer, and I would say that my TIE Fighter is docked into my Star Destroyer, and then they were both docked inside of my Death Star. That's super nerdy. It's super nerdy, and I liked it a lot. Uh, the other reason why I called it the Death Star, it had no airbags. It was very, very thin metal that it was made out of because the car was so small. Every little gust of wind that came by swayed the car like full on to the left or the right. So every time a semi drove past me, like on the highway, I prayed for my life <laughs> that I would, I would like the wind would gust me underneath its tires yeah. and literally flat. I would have died. There's a reason why it was called the Death Star too. So I drove in this car behind a semi as much as I could. Number one, you get better gas watch. And I did it from a safe distance. My dad's a truck driver. Yep. Uh, the other so reason, you're saying you'd go practice with him. Well, no, no. <laughs> but the other reason why I did it, I honestly felt like if I were to hit a deer in that car, I would die. Like it was that small and that great impractical. So I always drove behind a semi. 
Because if any car, anything is going to take the blunt force of a deer running across the street, I want it to be the semi that's in front of me. It can take the hit. My car and my life can't. Uh, so one night I was driving to Manistee and I was driving behind a semi. I just happened to find one and I was driving behind it. And I was going pretty slow because I was driving behind a semi, but I was okay with that. And no joke, like 13 deer just blew right in front of this semi. It killed two of them. One of the deer I saw literally like fly in the air to the side of the semi at nighttime. My headlights saw it fly to the side of it, like out of the road. Like literally I think about that night from time to time and think I would have died if I did, if I wasn't behind that semi, I probably would have died. Honestly, the other nickname that that car has, I think, do you remember what I told you? It's not appropriate. And this is not the nickname I gave it. It was called the date rate mobile. Oh yeah. And it was because all the car handled, uh, all the car handles were broken. I mean, it was technical, but all of them were broken except for the inside handle on the driver's side. And so when, uh, like I had a girlfriend at that time, when we went on a date, she had to crawl through the driver's side into the passenger seat. And then when she was there and I went in the driver's seat, there ain't no getting out because <laughs> the window was broken too. I think she called it the date rate mobile. Now that oh, I think about it, uh, no, nothing happened inside of it. It just was not. This is all in jest. It was a very precarious situation. Anytime you had to be in my car, boy, it looked funny though. Especially my brother's a big guy. Getting him to slide through the driver's seat because he couldn't drive at the time, and having him crawl as this big guy through the driver's seat to get to the passenger seat. And you know me. I mean, uh, my cars are always a mess. Uh, that's been going on since. Since that car, since my first car. So it's just always been. Always been. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's mostly just because I really like driving a lot. And if I'm angry, I'll go for a drive. If I'm bored, I'll just go for a drive. Fast food, stuff like that. Sometimes I'll leave a blanket in my car so it looks like I'm homeless. That's not the actual, <laughs> that's not the actual reason. But sometimes I just want to drive somewhere in the summertime, just take a nap in my car. I don't know why. I, I, said, all, you know, I know it's weird. I've always done it. I don't know if I've ever actually taken real sleep in a car that that wasn't ever well what about when we were with your parents at one time at the tigers game no i didn't sleep we got a hotel no we got a hotel for that i remember yeah and then one time you and i went to the tigers game we were supposed to trade on and off and then you fell asleep in the car we were supposed to trade on and off yeah on the way back you're like oh yeah don't don't worry man we'll switch on and off like every hour I and know. I drove the whole way. I fall asleep. You fell asleep. When we watch movies at the movie theater, I'll fall asleep. Yeah, I noticed that too. When we when we go for drives, I'll fall asleep if I'm in the passenger seat. If I'm in the driver's seat, I am it doesn't matter if somebody's talking to me on the radio or anything, I am always wide awake. Like it that doesn't change. See, this sounds really bad. The opposite is kind of true for me. I get oh man. I get in the passenger seat, I'll be wide awake. Yeah. But sometimes when I get in the driver's seat, I don't know if it's just the repetitiveness of like paying attention to the road or what, but I start to get tired yeah. when I'm driving, which is not good. It should be the other way. Yeah. You have it the right way. Mine's backwards. It's the repetitiveness. So why don't you go through your list of cars? What what cars yeah, have you had? Do them in order. Uh, Plymouth Horizon, uh, 94 Cavalier. The Pizza uh, Guy car. No, that was a 92. I had a 94 Chevy Beretta. That was the one you met me in. Wait. I knew the Beretta. I did not know the Did you know the Cavalier? I did not. It was blue? Nope. 
Are you positive? I be positive, yes. So dumb. I think you do be the Cavalier. For a little bit, you do be in the Cavalier. Well, I never saw you in it. Uh, that car was okay. I don't know. It didn't last that long. Uh, but the Beretta, I missed that red Beretta. I don't know why. It suited you. I don't know. It was cool for to be. I, I, pre- I thought it was a cool looking car. There's no reason why it was cool to be. Minus the what the bottom rusted out or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, there and that how that's how it was when I got it. That the bottom of that. It was designed to not last much longer after. See, you were I just making it. a Flintstone car. I was. You were just ready to put your feet through. And that's what just I was. Get that's what I remember. My parents used to have an old Cadillac, and the Cadillac in the passenger side back. It actually had like a sheet of metal just sitting there. And if you moved it, you could see the ground underneath. <laughs> you ever see those cars? I've never been in one like that. That was no. messed up. And I was a little kid sitting in that back seat. I thought it was awesome. My parents that just were seems so too dangerous. I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. My parents were so embarrassed that they had that car. But you know, when you're struggling, you're struggling, you know. It just seems too dangerous. But at least they put metal there. They could have just said, Kids, yeah. don't touch this. We went over this, like, because we didn't grow up like super well off or anything. But like to us, to things that embarrassed our parents, they were fun to us. Yeah. You know. But uh then uh the then we have the car that I have now, which is the uh two thousand two Chrysler Concord limited edition. Ooh. Uh, well, I have to say that because mine's like the full package. In 2002, it's full, like four disc CD changer, analog clock, sunroof, analog clock with the Chryslers. Yeah, uh, it's got uh, heated leather seats uh, with two different two different temperature controls for heating the leather, Ooh. either a low or a high. Now, how much out of all the things that I named do you think still works? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the heated seats work. The heated seats work on high on but the front seats. Does the <laughs> Uh, Does the analog clock still work? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's that's like my favorite least. part. Uh, the light on the analog clock does not work. <laughs> so if you ever want to see it at night, nah, you ain't, you're not going to know the time. Uh, the Ford CD changer just stopped working. The sunroof, I just just broke the other day, actually, so I've got to work on that. Anyways, there's a lot of other stuff with it, but I would have loved to have it when it was new. We say that all the time. But mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, probably I'm, I'm looking at cars right now. You know, mine's okay, but I'm, I'm looking at uh, possibly getting... I'm an adult now. It'd be nice to be getting a newer car. You know what I mean? Is there is there anything in particular that you're looking at? Yeah. Uh, I like the line of Chevys right now. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the Malibus from 2013 on. My dad has a 2012. That was the last year they did a certain body style. It's a little grandpa-ish. Uh, well, if it's my dad, he's a grandpa. But from 2013 on, they did that more sleek... Like what the Japanese, like the Nissans were doing and everything, a little yeah. bit more sleek style. That's what they started doing. That. I always get the Malibu and the Impala mixed up. Mal- Malibu is oh. a smaller one, right? The Impala I apologize. is the big one? Yes. My dad has the Impala. The 2013 Impala is the one that I okay. want. I always get those Malibu. two confused. Anyways. All right. Uh, your car. All of them. Table. Okay. Go. So we already talked about the Escort. No, oh, I'm so um, excited. Whoo, whoo. Um, Should I do the thing again? No, no, that's lame. So yeah, I had the Escort, which I already talked about. Yep. Um, So when that one got totaled, I was carless for a while. And then uh, my dad actually gave me a, uh, what was it? It was an 88, so another 88, Ford Ranger. A Ranger? I had a Ranger. I've always wanted a Ranger. It was was a nice little truck. Uh, Loud, because it needed a new exhaust pipe. Um, 
which I was going, I literally had it scheduled to get fixed. And then I got into uh, the worst accident I've ever been in. My fault. Oh. Uh, yep. Yeah. So you know the story. But the, yeah, the summary ahead, of it is him. I was out on a very curvy road and going too fast. I'll admit that. Was the lady that with was with you? Did she end up marrying you? Yeah. She married me still. So yeah, Joy uh, was with me. Uh, we were heading out to uh, a friend's house, or not house, out to a friend's property. Um, there was a gathering we were having that night. Stop saying a gathering. Okay, there you was always a, say a gathering. Sorry, we were going to the pumpkining. Say and <laughs> just call it a party. You're the only person that I know that ever says a gathering. Sounds like you're going to a coven. Like just stop that. <laughs> gathering to me sounds like a much more. Chill and civil word than party. What? All right, fine, fine. I'm sorry. It I will not say It sounds like gathering. you're going to sacrifice a pig. All right. So Joy and I were like going to go to a rave. and <laughs> <laughs> That's a better one. Yeah, my friends had some E. There you go. Um, that's what drove you off so that's to spend your truck? No, so we were, we were heading out there, and we, we decided to take the back way. I don't know what made us choose that or what made me choose that. I was driving. Uh, went around a curve too fast, and my back tire caught some sand. And because I was going too fast, and Rangers are rear wheel drive. This is on Conrad Road. It's on Conrad this, Road. We talked about this because this is the same place that I slipped on my car when I first started driving as well. Mm-hmm. Almost the exact same spot. That road's very dangerous. It's a bad area. They need to do like they need to drop the speed limit first there with the curves. Come Some out. guardrails would be good too. That would be good too. So. Or just stop having dumb teenagers like us. That yeah. could be the other thing. But they go can on. Straighten the road out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I caught some sand, which um. Again, being rear-wheel drive, um, and I didn't counter it fast enough, pulled the back of the truck, spun us around, flipped us over, and then I totaled the truck. So Yeah. I was going to um, say, caught the sand. If you say that when you're in a Ford Ranger, over curving on a road mm-hmm. is bad. Mm-hmm. When you're in a dude buggy, going up a dune. <laughs> caught some sand, dude. Caught some sand. Uh, that means something awesome. Yeah. So yeah. context is key there. Now, how many times did your truck roll? Well... I, I don't know for sure because it happened so quickly, but yeah. we were going one direction and then we basically ended up in a 180. So you're going one on direction and then you went Harry Styles. And we went Harry Styles. <laughs> That's sorry. terrible. I know. Sorry. So yeah, we, we definitely, we flipped and I know we bounced and landed somehow because the, uh, the driver's side was crushed like a tin can. So it's actually very surprising. I made it out of there because yeah. my side of the vehicle was flat. I must have leaned over because uh, Joy's side was fine. The passenger side was not all that dinged up. So I'm guessing, like, I must have caught, flipped. It must have bounced off the driver's side on the top, which then flipped it around, and then uh, we landed on the passenger side. So we were on our side when we landed, yeah. uh, just kind of hanging there. So uh, by yeah. the grace of God, I leaned over towards Joy's side, which say. probably kept me from crushing my head and my neck. So That's a big head, big target. Yeah, it's a big target. So <laughs> it's amazing it missed. That's, that's well, definitely I, the worst accident I've ever been in. And, I put you down a lot in these podcasts, yeah. but I'm very glad that you're here and that, that nothing bad happened to you guys. Probably had some scrapes, I imagine. I've been able to crack my neck ever since, though, so yeah. I have a new talent. So anyway, so that was the Ford Ranger. Um, so I totaled that one. So then I was again without a vehicle for a while, uh, and then I uh, found a what was it? it was a '95 Buick Century, and that's a car I had for quite a while. Yeah, I've seen um, those. That's a grandpa car, but I will say very comfortable, very good ride. Yeah, decent gas mileage for what it was. 
Uh, my brother had a couple Buicks. I, I don't know if a Century was one of them, but all of the the two Buicks that he had, I did like. They're they nice cars. They're smooth. Yeah, it was. It was a really nice ride. Yeah. So uh, I had that one for a while. I had that pretty much through college. Uh, and I only sold that when we moved back to Lettington uh, after we I went to Ferris uh, because we didn't need two cars because I worked from home. So we sold that, uh, which then made Joy's car also my car, which she had a Cavalier. I think it was like a 2000 or 2002. Uh, it was the model after the pizza delivery guy Cavalier, which was the more boxy one. What are you talking about, the pizza delivery guy Cavalier? You've never heard that before? Yeah, you said that when I said I drove a Cavalier too. I don't know what you're talking about. You've never, it's, oh. I've never heard of that before. All right, I'm going to, I'll have to share something. spoiler alert. Yeah, no, the, Caval- the old Cavalier, the, uh, the boxy one. Was always called the pizza guy car because, like, every pizza delivery driver had a Cavalier. That's like saying, that's like saying, if you go to New Jersey, they call police officers Jakes because every police officer looks like a guy named Jake. Is that what they do? Yes, they I've actually call them Jakes. I've never heard that before. You never heard that? Nope. Yeah, I don't know. That's like a stereotype, I don't think. I don't know. No, it's true. Look it up. So, anyway, oh. so we had the Cavalier. Um, and then. After So we had that Cavalier a long time. Um, after we were pregnant with Seth, we decided that, nah, we don't really want to have a small car and have a car seat and all that stuff. We got rid of the Cavalier, and then we went the, to our first Ford. crossover, which was the Ford Edge. Yeah. So that was the first vehicle I ever owned that was not a car. Why do you call it a crossover? Because it is a crossover. The Edge? Yeah, it's not an SUV. It's a crossover. Yeah. Difference between a crossover and an SUV, at least to my understanding, crossovers yeah. are built on car frames. SUVs are built on truck frames. You said you weren't a mechanic. I'm not a mechanic. But you are a Wikitinas. I do know Wikipedia. So Man, that's good. Wikitinas. Wikitinas here to save the day. Uh, so, I did not know that. But it explains a lot. Essentially, you're putting a larger body on a car frame. Yep. Yeah. So we, we love the Edge, but we noticed that, when we, that when we got it, because it was one of the newer vehicles that Ford had at the time, uh, a lot of old people drove the Edge when we owned it. My grandparents drove that. Yeah, it was a very popular old person car. So we you were like one of the youngest it. people we knew that had an Edge. That explains your new car. Yeah. So, well, and that's uh, we met. You met me when I had my Cavalier, mm-hmm. and then I met uh, I met you guys when you had your Ford. Mm-hmm. So that's where we start off. So you've seen me in two other cars, mm-hmm. and I've only seen you in this next one, which is your current vehicle. Yep. So, yeah, after uh, we had the Edge for a while, we, we had Perry. Uh, so we had two kids, two car seats. It was very tight in the back, especially with car seats. They're very big these days. You had Perry before you traded out the vehicle? We had him for a very short period. Yeah. And then we said, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so then we started car shopping, and now we're on today's car, which is the uh, it's a 2015 Durango, Yeah. Uh, which I love. So. Uh, one of the reasons we wanted to do the car episode is because, well, as Kenny already said, he's looking for a car, mm-hmm. and we're going to be looking at, because uh, we leased this one. You're looking at another Durango. We're looking, hopefully, for another Durango. You like the Durango? I love the Durango. You want, now, I notice yours is, a, a, what do they call it, where it's three? Oh, the seating? Yeah, what do they call that? So we have bucket seats. Because it's not a six-seater. They don't call it that anymore. No. So the Durango comes in two configurations. You can get bench seats, mm-hmm. which is... I mean, to compare it to anything, kind of like a minivan uh, yeah. with the folding seats and all that stuff. Not a fan. Um, we got it with the bucket seats, not which is pretty much like the, not an enthusiast. Uh, the bucket seats are basically like the driver's seat. 
right? That same style seat in all yeah. all of them. Uh, although the way they did the back, I thought was really nice. It's two buckets that are kind of a, like a bench because they're right next to each other, but you get a lot of room in the back seats. The only thing that I can say, as a often fifth person in your car with your wife and your kids, um, depending on how bad Perry is, your wife might sit in the back if he's doing pretty bad. But mm-hmm. normally I sit in the back because I don't want her to sit back there. Do you want to know why, Brandon? I don't know if you know if you've ever had to sit back there. It is awful trying to get to those backpack seats. And I don't even think it's because of the car seats. If those weren't there, it would still be awful to get to those backpack seats. I think that's an SUV problem in general. Uh, I've been in some other SUVs that are a lot more comfortable to get back to. than Because like, I've been in Tahoes and stuff. The Tahoes are kind of hard to get in the back too. Yeah. Unlike minivans that are, well, they're minivans. Um, yes, they're roomy. Yes, they're luxurious. They're still minivans. I don't have a problem with that. I do. Why? And I hate minivans. Is it just because of the look? Because if that's a thing, I don't care about look with cars. I, do. I always care about functionality. Mm. I almost always care about functionality. I, I appreciate functionality. I would rather have, if I could get a car today, like let's say you showed me a dope looking you know, car, like something that I would love to see be seen driving in. Or I'll even go this far. I'll say a minivan, but that minivan is to the nines as far as inter- internally, mm-hmm. like what it comes with, what features does it have, things like that, how comfortable it is to drive and ride. 100%, I would go with that minivan. I don't, I don't even have a family, but I would go with that minivan because I care more about my comfort inside the vehicle than how it looks. Really? Yeah, I really do. Like my Concord right now, that's the only thing that keeps me getting from a car. Is in two thousand two, it was a. I mean, that was it wasn't a luxury car, but it. I mean, the, when you have the limited one, mm-hmm. it had a lot of luxury stuff. Those seats are comfy, and uh, that's what makes me timid to get into a new car because I've been in, I've been on my buddy's new Chevy Cruze. Those seats are awful, you know. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the cruise. No, I'm not either, and I'm probably not going to. Cruise is basically today's Cavalier. Yeah, because they always have a quote unquote today's Cavalier. Right. You know. What well, I mean? so they got rid of the Cavalier, and then they went to yeah. the Cobalt. Yeah. And then it went to the cruise. Now, where did Passenger Sonic come into play? That's they Was introduced like the, the economy car. Yeah. A few years ago, because of well, gas prices. Well, he's so proud bigger. of that little thing too. <laughs> it's funny. you know, it's not a bad car, and if you no. want something just crazy fuel efficient. That's yeah. the way to go, but yeah. I, after owning the Durango, I mean, I'm just, I don't want a car ever again, unless it's a secondary vehicle for fun. Yeah, Like, uh, I had a friend come up this summer that brought his Camaro, and he let me drive it. Wow. Yeah. That was See, insane. I'm the, I'm the type of person where, when I hear someone say Camaro or muscle car or sports car or anything like that, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't do anything for me. You know, it normally doesn't for me either. I I always thought they were like cool looking cars and oh, neat, you get to go fast. They look cool, but I'm thinking about how much that person's paying for insurance. Yep. I'm thinking about, you know, how much more likely you are to get a ticket Mm -hmm. just by driving. Because they're going to watch you more if you're in a sports car. I did worry about that because we may have peeled some rubber quite a bit. Peeled some rubber? Yeah. Like we spun out. You like catch some sand, peel some rubber. You don't like my uh, no, idioms really and expressions? No, you sound like you sound like a surfer from the 1980s. That's we not, like burn some rubber, dude. That's not relevant and... anymore. All right, fine. We spun our tires to a high degree 
which left some rubber on the road, and we went really fast. Mm. Was there a lot of friction? There's much, done that? much friction, lots of heat. So uh, generated stop. some noise and some oh, sort of vapory smoke. You sound so pretentious. It was right great. Uh, Does this, that placate you, is Kenny? Is this better? This is worse. No, not placated. Like right. Yeah, we learned what placate means today. We didn't learn. He learned. Okay, well, because Brandon's really great. Yes, I learned what placate means, and so did Brandon. I knew what it was. Uh, well, listen, we have some cars. When you get into a new car, we'll talk about that. When I get into a new car, we'll talk about that, too. I look forward to whatever you get. I'm very curious yeah. to see where you go. Well, and I might just wait until my car breaks down, too. Because, like I said, I'm I'm a functional guy. Don't fix If I got a working car right broken. now, yeah, I just might as well use it, save some money. Well, great. Well, thank you folks so much. And uh, stay enthused. Stay enthused. <laughs> I never know how to end these things. It Brandon, give them the hashtags. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. The social. Oh wait, I want to do it. Do you? Facebook, Twitter, Gosh. Instagram. Subscribe. Bye. Bye. That was a podcast. You chose to listen to who? Do you think you make good choices? With you dare you heard Brandon and Kendall talk about things that are cool. We're feeling enthusiastic that you can be average too. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb.